You're listening to another episode of Beckett's Babies, a playwriting podcast. Every week we discuss plays we love, interview theater artists, and share our thoughts on playwriting and theater. We are your hosts, Sarah Cho. And Sam Collier. And on today's show, we're going to play a game. Um, (laughs) Here's how it's going to work. We are going to share some pieces we wrote when we were children And then we're going to talk about how we would adapt them into pieces we would write today. So we each... (laughs) If you could see my face right now, I'm like, (laughs) it's like... This whole idea started when I was at my parents' house and I was going through some old school papers to get rid of things. And I found a story I wrote. I can't tell if it's... I think it was like maybe fourth grade or maybe third grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, this would be, it would be really fun to hear something Sarah wrote when she was a child. And so that's how this idea came about. And, um, yeah, so we each have a story from our youth before we ever started writing plays. Mm-hmm. Um, so who should go first? Um, I could go first. Okay, great. Because I want to get this over with. <laughs> I think everybody's really excited to hear what Sarah Cho was writing. Oh, my God. All right. So this sh- very short story uh, is uh, when I was in fifth grade. It was in – I think it was like in my English class or something. Um, and it was – a collection of all the students' writings created into this anthology, and we could write whatever we want. And I wrote something called The Carnival. <laughs> okay, brace yourselves. <laughs> this this is you're in for a wild ride. Um, all right. One day, a boy named Timmy was singing a tune while jogging through the park. <laughs> As he sang, he heard a roar of laughter. He looked at the direction of the laughter and saw. A carnival. Hey, hey, why would a carnival be here in the small city? (laughs) We don't know how small the city is. It's a small city, pondered Timmy, but he didn't care and skipped to the carnival. But as soon, but as he got to the carnival, it vanished. Hmm, that's strange. (laughs) I thought a carnival was here a minute ago, wondered Timmy and started to jog again. Every time when Timmy jogged through the park, he thought about the carnival. The end. <laughs> like, no, no details of the carnival. Like, what, what did he see at this carnival? It's just like... <laughs> it has a very clear dramatic structure. It has a beginning, middle, and end. I love how, like, Timmy just like, ooh, a carnival. Oh, just walk towards her. Hey, it vanished. I'm not going to... <laughs> refute this i'm just gonna continue on my life <laughs> okay so i have some questions for you and then okay. i want to hear how you would adapt to this okay, okay um as a fifth grader what was mm-hmm. your former experience or previous experience <laughs> with carnivals because clearly you were really excited yeah. about this word it's so funny because i've never been to a carnival <laughs> like <laughs> I never, not even as an, maybe I've been to like fairs. I guess yeah. that's similar to what carnival. Is, but I don't even know what the difference is between a carnival know. and a fair. I, don't, I think carnival is just like an old timey thing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. But maybe I've you never watched been a to movie a carnival. or something. There's a carnival. Maybe. Or maybe you saw like a TV show. 
And I was like wondering, oh, that's a carnival. Okay, here's my or other question. Uh-huh. How did you choose the name Timmy? <laughs> Timmy. Um, I don't know. I don't even know where that came from. Um, <laughs> I think I was just thinking of a boy name, and that was not a, a boy's name in my class. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, no one was named Timmy in my class, so I went with Timmy. But it's what a boy named Timmy – yeah. Hmm. I love that he hears a roar of laughter. <laughs> roar <laughs> of laughter. From the carnival that then vanishes. So good. Yeah. I'm on the edge of my seat throughout this story. <laughs> it's really good at creating this dramatic uh-huh. tension. Mm. I think also, um, I mean, yeah, so this is fifth grade. So I was watching a lot of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm. X Files, even though I wasn't allowed right. to, but my mom was like, "Okay, you can watch it." <laughs> um, and uh, what else? Oh, and then like, there's a Disney show called So Weird. I feel like not a lot of people know, but I was watching all of these weird, supernatural, creepy shows. Um, even though this isn't that creepy, but I was like really into that. Mystery. I think it's pretty creepy. Really? Yeah. There's this disembodied roar of laughter and then there's a carnival and then it vanishes when it gets to it. Mm. Um, Do you remember writing it? Like, do you remember the process of having these ideas and putting them into words? I I think I remember more of like, I need to do this because it's due tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. And like rushing to like, get it done and typing it up but i do remember this is gonna sound weird i do remember picking out the font mm. like listeners if you could see this it's like there's like four different fonts in here but i remember um the font for i was like looking for something like oh the, the you know a font that looks kind of creepy or like goosebumps you know that <laughs> series but then like the dialogue was because it's a boy so trying to find something whimsical or something i remember like going through like i think i spent more time looking for fonts than mm. writing this story i was like um, i also love how fonts. the end is the largest text <laughs> in the entire thing yeah really good i wanted to be clear that this was over I don't want it to continue. <laughs> okay, so um, how would you adapt this to a piece you would write now as yeah. your present day self? Good question. I'm wondering if it's um, like a one-person play. Mm. Um, um, I wonder if it's going to be... Because the carnival is such a big thing and then I'm like, can you, like, how do I, how would I even want to, what aspects of it would I want to capture on the stage? Yeah. about it? Um, but is this world that just things appear and vanish? Ooh. <laughs> Where do they vanish to? And then, like, maybe in that world of, like, the vanished things, maybe that's the world. Um, like the first scene we see Timmy have this experience and then after the first scene we go into the world of the carnival and we're like on the other side of the maybe veil of reality mm-hmm. um, 
or like the people who work at the carnival not realizing mm-hmm. they constantly appear and vanish they just mm-hmm. like exist in this world um and they're like we want to bring joy to all the boy the little boys and girls in the world and they're like but they can't because they keep vanishing before <laughs> they can do it but like um, maybe if you get there before they vanish then you also vanish with them and then you're stuck inside stuck of in the oh yeah um but i think what's fun what we call on stage is a like a carnival on stage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i know what that would look like in the, in the world that would be kind of fun carnival on stage and then the audience could go get popcorn in the middle and look the intermission nice grab popcorn it'll <laughs> be funny it's so funny that he's jogging he's not running or walking because i feel like jogging is such an adult thing <laughs> yeah do little boys jog you know so funny because um i think i don't know about that but for me at the time like i hated pe and i hated <laughs> running and i was the slowest one so i just remember i just, was always the slowest one i was like i just i i walked or jogged like jogged mm-hmm. i jogged to look like i was running mm-hmm. so my teacher would stop saying he would my PE teacher would always say, Sarah, put the pep in your step. Run. Oh you know? like, and then and I'm just like, I hate I hate it when he said that to me. So Yeah. So I think jogging. I never thought about running. I hated <laughs> PE too. And I, I I just remember thinking like, what is, this is so pointless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I get the intention, you know, like, oh, healthy and like staying healthy and yeah, uh, but it's just, I, I hated the, um, yeah, it was like the, the social pressure. Like there were obviously people more fit than you or like who are actually right. more athletic and, um, and you take something that kids naturally love to do, which is to like run and play and then you make yeah. it something they have to do Ugh. and then it's not fun anymore. No. I mean, and I, I remember spending all my recesses just like sitting under the shade and not moving because I was like, oh, because I know I'm going to have pee later and I'm going to run, so I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. Um, so funny. I think we would have been friends. <laughs> uh, but yeah, do you have, what do you think? Do you have any other ideas of a play? I think I could this? really see this as like a, a film um, oh. or like a TV show. Like, mm. for, I know I hate TV, but I'll make an exception for you. I feel yeah. like I could see this as the first episode and then like it goes on from there and Timmy at some point he finds out more about the carnival and then like there's some kind of secret Mm. that he has to figure out or maybe somebody is is trapped in the carnival and he's going to rescue them or something. Mm. Yeah, it does feel pretty cinematic. Yeah, it really feels very cinematic because this idea of – a carnival suddenly appearing and then vanishing. Mm. I just see that on a screen. Yeah. Um, maybe because you can control the eye of the audience better. You know, mm-hmm. you can like, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, you could show Timmy's face and then show the carnival and then show Timmy's face and then show where it was, but now it's gone. And so, um, mm. That's just how I pictured it. But I also think it would work really well as like a short story, you know? Mm. It does feel very kind of Stephen King-esque. 
Who's Stephen King? Who said? Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> he should mm. be taking notes from you. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because um, I always feel like um, it's funny to see your, the earliest writings of my interest because yeah, and like not so much in my playwriting, although I I like I, I feel like I like big ideas, but I've noticed when I want to write like pilots or like some screenplays or something it's like i lean into this kind of like the the supernatural mm -hmm. like world um more but yeah interesting all right your turn <laughs> okay buckle up <laughs> oh boy so this i'm pretty sure this assignment was um we had to like use vocabulary words in a sentence and so mm -hmm. because i was always a show off i wrote a story rather than a bunch of separate sentences <laughs> but i have certain words that are underlined and i think that's because those were like vocabulary words mm. and it must have been around halloween because the vocabulary words were like witch skeleton pumpkin <laughs> oh Ghost. very appropriate yeah so okay so here's my story it's a little long it's called the witch who became a great athlete Dang! I know. Great title. <clears throat> Once there was a witch who was married to a skeleton. Their backyard was filled with ghosts. One ghost had a very good memory. He could remember things that happened on Halloween 11 years ago. One day, the witch felt very hungry, and she didn't want to go to the market. So she opened her screen door, and she went to her pumpkin patch to get a pumpkin so she could make pumpkin pie. She walked over to the patch. Ah, this one is perfect, she said, with glee. She tried to get close enough so that she could easily pick up the pumpkin, but her shoes were so long that when she tried to get close enough, she kicked the pumpkin. <laughs> the pumpkin, of course, gave way and started to roll. The witch chased the pumpkin until she was very tired. She decided to go and get a glass of water, and she was about to go inside when a truck drove up. <laughs> On the side, it said, soccer team makers. The witch froze stiff. She thought to herself, those guys in the truck saw me kicking the pumpkin, and now they want me to be a real athlete and compete against another team with a real referee. <laughs> They're asking a witch to play a people game. Why, oh, why do they have to interfere with my calm and peaceful life? <laughs> the men got out of the truck. We greet you with great pleasure. You are a pro. Meow, hiss. The witch's black cat had decided to creep up behind the men. Midnight, said the witch. You know how to behave. We would like to put you on a soccer team. But you may decide, said the men. The witch thought, these people want me to go away from home. My husband will be angry and upset when he comes <laughs> home and sees the house empty. But she took the offer and became a great soccer player. That's the end. Wow. <laughs> wow. The, the character development. Oh, um, my God. Wow. Wow. Um, if this... You should have. You should submit this. You should submit this. 
my teacher wrote some notes on it. Mostly she was like, too many run-on sentences. (laughs) (laughs) So great. Oh, my gosh. She became a great athlete. It's so funny. We both wrote about like – we were just talking about how much we hate PE, and we both wrote about all this (laughs) active, athletic characters. (sighs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Where do I even begin? Okay. Uh, do you remember what you were like thinking about the time? Like, I what, no, I have no recollection of writing this. Isn't that oh, funny? Yeah, I found it in a no. box, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so but I know that you don't, you didn't like PE or like no, but sports. I did play soccer. I was on a soccer oh, you did team. soccer team. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were really pretty bad. We lost. Yeah. I think one season we called ourselves the defeated because we lost every game (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i think my okay the line that i think about the most right now at the moment is uh, the ghost with um the remembers everything (laughs) yeah well that's because i think memory and 11 Uh and halloween were both were all vocabulary words we had to use but yeah i know 11 years ago i feel like I was. I think I was really drawn to that one. Like I got, I got immediately attached to that because I think, I when I think of ghosts in general, like they, I do like I feel like they live in a, um, like a cyclical life. Like they, mm. they don't really have minds of their own, or like they kind of, they just live in the world, like this world to just exist, but without any kind of a, uh, uh, like a mind of their own yeah comprehend things so i just thought about like here's a world if there was a world of ghosts thinking about things and then or not thinking but like a ghost are just existing and then just one ghost remembers everything whoa like how creepy yeah. would that like just like and i was like that ghost just completely just like their life changes in this world um so that would be like that's really cool yeah and they just like Thinking and feeling like a human again, but they're not human. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, and the witch. And the... The, is the witch that played the, uh, playing soccer? She say? just accidentally kept, kicked a pumpkin while these <laughs> soccer team recruiters happened to be driving <laughs> by. <laughs> and so oh right. they, they were like, we want you on our soccer team. Oh, my I love how she's like, don't take me away from my quiet and peaceful life. Oh. Like, what kind of a child was I? <laughs> Most children would be like, oh, great opportunity. A great life. Um, are you the witch in the story? I mean. <laughs> Could be. I guess I was channeling my desire for a quiet life mm-hmm. into this character. Also, my desire for pumpkin pie. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, how would you adapt this? What, what aspects of it would you? I don't know. I do think stage? it would be fun to write a, <laughs> to write a play. I mean, if I'm going to go with this, to write a play in which like this witch shows up for the first soccer practice, and all these humans are like, <laughs> "Why is she on our team?" <laughs> and then she's like really good, but she doesn't mm. know she's good. She's like accidentally really good at soccer. He's like, what? How can I kick score? <laughs> like goal? Like what? And then, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I wish I could remember what was going through my mind when I wrote this because I don't really have a good image in my mind of like, is she, when people look at her, do they mm. know she's a witch? Mm. Like, would the soccer team have to just disguise her somehow so she yeah. looked like a normal person? I think if I was to distill it to like a single idea, I'm thinking that what it means, what does it mean? Like an outsider kind of mm. coming into like a norm, like, a community where their where their normal is like shaken up, yeah, um, and so something like that. Where so here's this witch, no, don't they don't know their capabilities or their talents, but they're coming into this community of like <laughs> existing world, um, and like kind of like it's like that thing where like soccer players their minds are being changed <laughs> as they be like whoa <laughs> soccer could be more than this like, like they start out prejudiced against witches, witches and then they right. open their minds like wow like wow the way you move <laughs> and like that's so deep know. i don't know but something like that where but whether maybe it's not a witch in a soccer team but something in that that just that concept and that idea yeah an outsider coming into a community Oh, um, I wonder. I, wow, I wonder if I was already thinking about like <laughs> being gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah, I think I was also obsessed with witches when I was a child mm. too. I, just, I think you still are. <laughs> I am. You're right. But it all started from an early age. So funny. Um, I mean, it, mm-hmm. isn't there something about just like. But it's interesting because she's married to a skeleton in my story. Right. But I think there's something really appealing, or at least there was to me as a child, of like these women who kind of live outside the norms of society. Yeah. With their cats. Hells yeah. And can do magic. I mean, who's not upset? (laughs) Did you watch um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch when you were a kid? Heck yeah. Yeah, me too. I was actually, yeah, my um, my play that's next week is a, that talks about there's a there, there's Ooh. like a whole witch. Cool. Um, but yeah, I yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh my gosh, have you ever seen um the movie Teen Witch? No. Okay, I think that movie is just like I still remember it to this day, and I think about it almost like. It's like that – it's a coming-of-age story, but it's, like, really bad lesson. I don't know. But it's about this girl who's really nerdy, um, kind of an outcast at her school. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, one day on her birthday, she's walking to school, and then she kind of falls upon this, like, I don't know, like a psychic house or something. And she learns that she's actually – comes from a tradition of witches, and she's a witch herself. Whoa. And on her birthday, like, her 16th birthday, she becomes a witch, and she, like – basically transforms into this like hot babe (laughs) she's like i'm cool i'm hot like kind of like and then it's like in that transformation she learns the value of like what it means like to be a friend what it means to what beauty really means but like she gives up kind of her power or sort of but she still keeps her hotness (laughs) oh my god she never goes back to the way she was but i don't know why that stuck with me for so long like i love that movie when i watched it thinking was just like whoa this is like fun preteen movie but looking at it i'm like the 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 lesson and the value i'm like this is pretty bad for young women yeah um but yeah so how does she give up her power 
It's, or why? Well, from what I from what I recall, she just goes to a concert, she dances, and she takes off her necklace that had the powers. I don't remember. <laughs> she just like it's like she, it's like she just because she had this spell where like she made everyone just like obsessed with her, and then she's like. And she's like, this is getting creepy. Everyone's like, obsessed with me. <laughs> and like, I can't handle this. Um, yeah. Gosh. Oh, yeah, but a teen witch, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. There's something about, yeah, witches, young women, mm-hmm. this like time of the I'm sure it's like a it's like metaphor. Because the patriarchy like, is like obsessed with the power of teenage girls. Mm-hmm. And mm, and mm-hmm. wants to control that power, I think. All mm. right. Well, do you think that, um, like, early version of Sarah Cho, the playwright, your early aesthetics were present in your fifth grade writing? <laughs> um. Good question. I'm there's like this weird creepiness, maybe. Um, and then there, like the supernatural element, supernatural maybe mm-hmm. element, laughter, laughter, yeah. just like laughing a lot. You love um, comedy. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I, I keep I'm looking at the name Timmy. Like, why did I pick the name Timmy? <laughs> Um. Yeah, I I I do remember just like just obsessively writing around this time a lot though. Oh really? Yeah. What like, other kinds of things did you write? Just like you know, my no- family annoys me. <laughs> just constantly <laughs> writing that over and over. Did you um, have a diary? Oh yeah. I wish I I could find those, but I had tons of diaries. Um. Of course, my sister would like look at. Um, and then because we shared the same room, but I remember like writing a lot, um, a lot of fan fiction. Mm. <laughs> I was like really into fan fiction. Um, but yeah, I never, yeah, playwriting and something I didn't get into until college. So, yeah, same. Yeah. I wrote a lot of stories about dogs mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I did. I, it's funny because like I, like, I didn't know what theater was, like, really understand what theater was because I didn't ever see it as a kid. But mm-hmm. but I th- I just think about, like, I was kind of the class clown with my class. You and I were? Like, yeah, I would just, like, make try to make people laugh. I always got in trouble. <laughs> like, teacher would be like, Sarah, you know, like, change your – you know, there's, like, the merit, demerit stuff. And I, I always got, like, my points docked all the time. Because you were too funny. You couldn't help it. I was, like, always like, – I was, like, I'm a prankster. I just, like <laughs> – I was acting out <laughs> a lot. But, you know, it's because just, like – I don't want to say, like, a bad childhood, but it was, like – it was, like, not a not a normal childhood mm-hmm. in some sense. But it does, I feel like I would always seek attention at school because mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah, I just remember I'm like at recess, always trying to get people to gather around me and I go, I'm going to tell you something <laughs> crazy. I'm going to tell you something crazy. Watch me, you know? Yeah. Um, and nothing that. has changed. Nothing has changed. I do crazy <laughs> things. Um, now I have a, I do it in private show with my husband. Like I do crazy things. Ah, <laughs> <Making> <laughs> nuts and crazy. Um, 
Yeah. So it's fun. You're like coming up with jokes. Yokes. It's funny because I also loved making people laugh and Mm – but I was such a goody two-shoes. So I (laughs) didn't want to get in trouble, but I would like – yeah, I did also like being funny. Yeah. I liked the attention. Yeah. I was a bad girl. (laughs) I was like, I love being bad. (laughs) I just don't know. I don't know why. It's like I love seeing my teacher so – annoyed like i don't know why really i just like like sarah <laughs> and then i'm like and i'm just be like this like feeling so bad ass <laughs> like oh look at my my teacher's all riled up but then i, I it, it's funny because then like it happens feeling good about it but then like at the same time i'm like little guilt coming in like but don't you think they also probably loved you i mean now having worked with kids i'm mm. like i bet that teacher like was so annoyed in the moment mm-hmm. that you were derailing the conversation right but also probably thought you were so funny and you were their favorite <laughs> they just couldn't show it um i mean i think i just didn't know yeah i i i do kind of remember like teachers when when it was appropriate enjoying mm-hmm. it but mm-hmm. like i never knew like i it's like i couldn't read the room half the time like <laughs> when, when it was appropriate well, when it was not like sounds if my like teacher was training talking. for a comedian <laughs> yeah maybe um but yeah now i look back i'm like what like if i should have done better <laughs> just like i i was a bit of a hell <laughs> razor um yeah. Oh, there's also this also remind me of time where me and this classmate, I don't know, I forgot her name, but we like wrote a like a newsletter. We were in fifth grade or cool. like fourth grade. We we went home, we like went over to her house and we wrote this like newsletter of like the hottest goss in class. Oh my god. Oh man, we got in trouble. Like, like Harriet the spy. Oh my god. We were so in every classmate they for we just handed it out like what? like we handed it out to every class thinking that this is the bat like this is awesome like this is gonna really put us on the map <laughs> and then and then like we became complete outs like outcast um every student hated us and teachers oh were like gosh. you're gonna do this and then and then we i just remember looking at my friend like do you think this was the right thing to do. Do you, think, <laughs> do you think that maybe we should have done this? And then she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, this was the end of our career. Or something. Like, oh wow. Okay. So, how would you turn that into a play? That's amazing. I know. It feels like a modern day, like, journalism, like the integrity of journalism. Yeah. <laughs> in the in a mapping of a, a an elementary school students. But it was like we figured out, like, Oh, writing. We like it's like we learned what a printer was. Like you know, like right, printing right, right. things. Like it really excited us when we're learning all these machines and computers. We're like learning these things. And do you remember you know, any of the scandalous content of this? I, I'm sure like one of them was like so and so like so and so because <laughs> we like you know like things like that. That's probably like, all it was. I'm sure it was because that's all we could think about. But um. Yeah, I mean, oh, and I'm sure we'd, like half of it was all made up. Like we saw so and so pick their nose and like <laughs> and, and eat it, you know, something like just so dumb. Um, but yeah, yeah. If I could get the, if I could get a hand on that material. Oh, yeah, man. you gotta find it. Yeah. Oh, childhood writings. 
things we did. <laughs> All right. Well, good game. Good game. <laughs> Listeners, um, if you have anything to share from when you were a child, you know where to find us. Yep. Beckett's babies. <laughs> Full circle. Get it? Like babies. Um getting their writing on. All right, let's move on to glistens. Okay. Um I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. So, um I just finished the TV show this global sensation what everyone calling called Squid Game really? on Netflix. I've never even yeah. heard of it. It's the most watched TV show in the world right now. Really? Like yes, it's like in almost every other like every country has been watching this. Where have I been? Um, in the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like it's in the vein of you know Hunger Games, Battle Royale, all that kind of pitting humans against each other. Um, but the concept comes from like here a group of people who are in debt and like they have nothing to lose really, mm. and like their life is so terrible that, and every person is every person that dies in the game adds to this like pot they're like one million um each person worth a million just adds to this pot and there's like 400 people that Whoa. starts playing it's so creepy it's so um and yeah i mean and it's and it's in it's it's korean so it's like a korean show cool and, and i don't know i feel like if you don't like violence you won't like this because oh, because okay. i was like I kept like pulling Nick to hide my face, like, oh my god, I can't watch this. <laughs> but you love that kind of thing, don't you? Um, I think when I was younger, but I feel like as I got older, like I mm. mortality, because I, I think I mean I think about mortality more now that I it really now that you're bugs me. Thirty, thirty, I'm thinking about my mortality. <laughs> um, but the story is really pretty thrilling. Just like the storytelling is really good, and the design is really. Mm. eye-catching so uh recommend cool. to join the herd squid of squid game <laughs> squid game um what do it's you funny though when i was watching squid? it oh um uh, squitters <laughs> <laughs> squitters no i don't know um what is it gonna say um i was gonna say something but i forgot you were like oh it's funny when i was watching it oh yeah yeah so i was watching it i'll say this no, my Korean is my Korean isn't that great, but like when I listen, I could kind of catch the nuance and stuff. And it's really funny how translation on these international mm. TV shows work. Like it it needs to translate right for like the regular English speaking people, you know, like to understand at like basing the level. But then like it misses some points. Like there were some like the way that some of the Korean is spoken. It's like something deeper level, you know, mm, like yeah. there's a nuance there and then it kind of doesn't translate in the translation. So I, I was like telling Nick, like, they said this, you read that, but they what it actually means is this, you know, so I find myself translating the translation yeah. to Nick when if I caught it. Um, but yeah, That's so was, interesting because otherwise mm-hmm. you would miss all these nuances. Yeah, because they're, they're, I think like what the, the storytelling, the TV show, like at its core level, there's something they're trying to say, the writer is trying to say at a deeper level and it doesn't, yeah, it just, the English doesn't uh, capture that, the, the mm. gravity of like what that mm-hmm. means. 
Um, but yeah, I thought that was just interesting. I found, I don't know. I never do that, but I don't know. In this particular show, I kind of found myself doing it a little bit more because yeah. I was like, oh, he's actually when the, because I think it's just the, the, um, the themes are just a little more complex. Cool. But yeah. All right. What's your glisten? Well, my glisten is it, with the cooler weather that has arrived in the mountains of Colorado, I have been enjoying all these hot beverages. Heck yeah. And I was recently remembering how much I love – have you ever had a London Fog? Is that like Earl Grey, like steamed yes. milk? and oh. a shot of vanilla. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I – like I feel like I first had one like so many years ago and then I finally just had one again and it was so yummy and mm. that's my glisten. I love oh. Earl Grey tea in general too. Mm. Yeah, I should, that's one of the I I just have like a collection of teas that mm. yeah, when it gets cooler, I'm just like busting all the teas and I'm like drinking it all and um chai chai, yeah. But Earl Grey, I haven't had Earl Grey in so long. Now that you said on London Fog, it makes me want Earl Grey. It's so yummy. Yeah. I just love in cool weather, like wrapping my hands around a warm mm-hmm. mug of something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fall, Christmas, Fall. winter. Ah. Oh my God, can you believe we're almost like almost to the end of the year? I cannot like, believe it. I cannot. Um, it's going to be 2022. <gasps> My uh, hands got real sweaty. <laughs> it's like, jeez, time. You know what I realized yesterday and I'm still thinking about? I'm as close to 50 as I am to 18. Don't say it like that. Just don't say it like that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wait, is my math right? I think so. Yeah. Wow. I know. Oh, I just, I keep, I keep, no, no, no. I just don't like, uh, I don't like aging. Why? I mean, it's good to grow older and wiser. I I know I'm getting older, but I don't know if I'm getting wiser. You are, Sarah. (laughs) You are. You've been thinking about about mortality. Constantly. Constantly. Um. Yeah. Do you think that's healthy <laughs> to constantly think about your mortality? I'm I always think thinking about my cats. very normal after you've just gotten married. Mm. Start thinking yeah. about, like, the trajectory of your life. Yeah. 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 I just always look at my cat. I think my cat reminds me the most. Oh, yeah. The most. Pat's getting older. Older? Yeah. And I'm like, oh. I, know. I, I don't know. such short lives. Yeah. Well, this ended on a weird note. <laughs> We've come a long way I from mean, what, our. What did you expect selves. when you're looking at childhood <laughs> writings? How far you've come? You're gonna think about your morta- your like your life in general and as an adult and mortality. You're gonna think about. What do you think things? you're gonna be writing about when you're 65? Hmm. Um. <laughs> like right now, I'm like thinking just like. I'm just I'm constantly thinking about generations like each mm. generation what they brought to the table and what they didn't or like mm. what they not bring to the table and and I'm like I'm thinking about Gen Z a lot so I don't know maybe in my 60s I'm gonna gonna 
write about Gen Z being annoying. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, probably. Not that annoying, sounds, but that sounds or just like, or um, let's see. If I'm in my sixties, I if I'm still alive, then Sarah. <laughs> um, and we're still gonna be doing Beckett's babies. Oh my gosh! Like <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know what podcast is gonna look like then. Like it's, I'm gonna be like, she's gonna oh. be injected into people's brains. I'm like, I don't know how to put this together. Oh. <laughs> Sam, Sam, and you're like, you're like our phones will be different. Computers will probably be different. You'll be like calling your children to ask them me. tech questions. Oh, God. Mom is still doing her podcast. We don't really do po- – <laughs> nobody does podcasts anymore. Everyone is into vodcast or something. <laughs> I don't know. They're going to – yeah. All right. Well, listeners, thanks for listening. Stay to tuned. Ranting. And who knows, in 35 years, maybe we'll uh, – Share something we wrote in oh our forties. Do you think if we hit our forties, we'll like listen back to our early episodes of Beckett's Babies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll be like, "Wow, we are so much smarter than we realized." Oh no! Oh no! No! All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Beckett's Babies. If you enjoyed what you heard or learned a thing or two about playwriting. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to reach out and share with us your thoughts on playwriting and theater, or maybe be a guest on the show, uh, be sure to visit our website at www.beckettsbabies.com. That's www.beckettsbabies.com, and you can contact us there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.